If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love this song. That's good. I'm glad, considering we've been using it for like five years. I know you've been using it. In any case, (laughs) welcome to the family with... Ellie Nick. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt-Bernard. And Melissa Bernard. And we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. I was just sent an email. My brother Todd sent me an email. i got to read it to you right after this with the family. Oh, boy. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant tommy how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or a Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Okay, so I already did it to hundreds of thousands of people. So now many, many thousands of people more. Sorry, Catherine. I went off the deep end. I'm such a pain. Now I've apologized in front of like a couple of million people. You know, it's an interesting thing, though. I mean, I appreciate this. Thank you very much. 
but why you can say it on the air? I told you I'm sorry per, last but night. But not to my face. But not to your face. Yep. He, so he didn't say it's it interesting. Yes, so he did. I did. He, yes, no, I he did. said, I'm sorry you got so upset. Oh, the most passive aggressive piece of shit of say that ever happened. What? So you're shifting the blame to her. Oh, thank you. Never say that. I am not shifting the blame to anybody. You never say that to a woman. To anybody. Say, I'm sorry. To anybody. What do, what, what do well, I say to you? I'm sorry I lost my shit for no reason. Well, sorry. Yeah, you should be sorry you lost your shit. You're absolutely right. Oh, my God. It is. It's, a, it's, sorry, it's incredible so, how hard it is for you to apologize. How many people in America do you think have their husband or wife apologize to them in front of hundreds of thousands of people? You know what? That doesn't... Not many. Doesn't You're matter. on the air. No, it, it just proves how much I love you. Is what oh, it that's what it does. So next time you want to freak God. out, I've learned the lesson. I just go, go away. Go away. When I Because when, I know I'm going to freak See? out. So I warn Nancy mm. to go away. Because ah, I'm going to freak out. So before I freak oh, so out. I'd rather I say, I say get away from uh, me. I would rather yeah, walk away. away and give well, you cool off. I teach that to my children. Together. Yeah, I, I teach it to my children. Like do. if you're feeling really upset and you feel like if you're going to yell or hurt somebody, okay, just walk okay. away. Yeah. He's not listening yeah. clearly. You need to listen. You need to listen. I need to read you the I just can't win. I can't I need my See? God, I can't uh, win. I'm starting to learn, though. All <laughs> men become the same man. Oh, yeah. At a certain oh, age. Yeah. oh, do you know how many conversations yeah. I've had with my yeah. friend? Are we married to the same yeah, man? They all become the same person. Well, yes, they do. They really do. Well, But I have learned that's a good thing to do. Just say, leave me alone right now. Because if if once you cross the please. line, it's Excuse a harder thing word. to deal with. So you know you're at please. You already got please yeah, okay. thrown in. Oh, God, you can't say please. That's, well, in the heat of the moment, <laughs> oh, just leave God. me alone. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I need to read. I say, I say walk away. I just I would say just walk away. That's what they teach in elementary school. I told Nancy, yeah, walk, walk, walk away. I told Nancy, walk away. Because yep. I'm okay. going to, you know. What's the number again? We're going to take calls from <laughs> listeners. Oh hundreds of thousands of people that heard me apologize. Oh, What's the my number? God. And every oh, woman was number. going, why can't he just yeah, say it to cares? her? Which and all I the guys are like, yeah, night. that's how it's done. Last night. <laughs> I'm a, you can ask Nancy. I'm a, I apologize very nicely. That's good. So do in, I. In private, <laughs> to her face. In private, yeah, there you go. Okay, oh, we're moving along now. You What's the number, Alex? You got the number something else. That's all 561-228-4061. That's a West Palm Beach number. It is. Yes, yep. it is. Guess where we <laughs> yeah, got 561, that. I know. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to read this. My brother Todd sent this to me, which is good, because Andrew, a cop friend of his, sent this to him. I'd like to take this opportunity to alert my friends on Facebook to please be aware of some of the Facebook posts you comment on, especially now while the world seems to be at a standstill. These posts ask questions such as, what was your favorite teacher's name? Who was your first grade teacher? Oh, I already see where this is going. Who was your childhood best friend? What was your oh. first car? Do these questions sound familiar? Because they should. Mm -hmm. These are the same questions you were asked by as security questions when setting up bank accounts and credit card accounts. When answering these questions and posting them, you are giving out answers to your security questions that you may be using without even realizing it. Hackers are setting these up as a get-to-know-each-other-better game on Facebook. Thanks, and be safe. Yep, I see one the other day. Yeah, what was your first pet's name? Your first pet's name, yep. yep. Yeah, as, as someone who Always does do a show media. like this, yeah. I have to pick... I have to go out of my way to pick answer questions that I know I've never talked about on the air before. Oh God, yes. which is not easy oh, all the yeah. time. I was gonna That's say, like everyone, it's easy to find out yeah. my first car or my first pet's name or whatever. Those are yeah. all like they're they're out there. Yeah. So yeah, I have to pick are. other more obscure things. I just had to somebody logged into my eBay account in Ohio yesterday. Are you serious? In Ohio? Yeah. Do you use your eBay account? Yeah, I, no. had, I, had, I had an eBay no. hack, and I'm like, I didn't even know I had an eBay account. I bought <laughs> I, I bought a blow-up pool on eBay last summer because it was the only place you could find one because with COVID, everyone was buying oh, yeah. inflatable pools. And so I bought one for the kids, and I got one on eBay, and so I like created an eBay account and bought it on eBay. But I use eBay 10 times a day. Yeah, you use eBay constantly. But yeah, somebody broke into my account, and yeah, it was like, you know, I had to change my password and then I did the two step verification and then I did the security questions That's and all this stuff. And it was like and I was like, how all these questions would be so easy to find out the answer to. I think yep. the secret is yeah. how how good your password is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I also just make up a random word as an answer. 
I used to do that, and but then, then I started forget. getting locked into accounts. I was gonna say, I use the same random word. Most of oh. them will let you use this. Some won't. See, Nancy writes. But then you just put a one, two, Nancy three has, on the end of Nancy's it. Nancy's smart. She has a log of all her pass, all our yeah. passwords. Mine too, because I forget them. I know. Yeah, I. Because you have to have so many in today's world. So it's ridiculous. I, I, I probably have a hundred active I mean, how long would there? Tom's accounts last if it was just him by himself with pa- what 20 passwords? Never. He would, oh, he'd be locked God. out of all of them every day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, like every single year when we, we go, go to Florida, Florida yep. and nothing, Where's you get locked out password? of everything. What's the router password? He... What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> yeah. What's the Apple no TV password? What's things? the Netflix hey, password? One at a time, please. What's the Amazon password? Pretty soon you're going to need it for your car. What, to get in my car? And start your car. No, I'm not. It's all going to run through Google. The the cars I have right now are my last cars I'm ever going to buy. Until they force you to (laughs) drive a gas car on the road. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've already owned three electric cars, and nobody gave a rat's ass when I bought a Tesla 20 years ago. You know, ago. I just saw this stat yesterday. 37% of people that buy electric car return it. Oh, do they? 37%? Uh, I love mine. Oh, it's pretty high. But it, it, is a, it is a different lifestyle. You have to commit to it. You have yeah, to put it in do. a charging station. It's not just plug it in a wall, you know. You, you can, have to have, but, but it takes it hours. It takes forever, You have yeah. to have a 223 phase thing put in. At the very it's, least. It's pretty involved. We yeah. had a gigantic one in our garage. Yeah, it's pretty involved. They would just come yeah. home, plug it in. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, right. that charging station I don't remember what your intense. What your range was on that car. Not great. The Tesla? No, the roadster, or the ELR. The ELR. Oh, that was about sixty miles. Or but something. yeah, but not... the key is you got rid of it. <laughs> well, the Tesla I got rid of because of the bricking thing, yeah. where you couldn't move it if it stalled. You couldn't. You cannot oh, move yeah. the car. Then no, he was locked inside. Locked yeah, I know. Yeah. And you were locked inside. And you got locked and inside. And you were too. locked inside. And then, what? And, and then they can burst. Yeah, they can, oh God. And they can burst in flames at any second. Inside. <laughs> inside. <laughs> so that's why I did. I got rid of that car. Yeah, I, I would have got rid that of that car. That car's probably worth a lot of money right now, I'd imagine. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do the malicious the compliance thing. I don't think they are. No, aren't they really? Mm-mm. I'm going to get a purely electric car, and I'm going to strap a generator to the top of it. <laughs> and I'm going to plug a gas-powered it in. Generator. Gas-powered it generator. Gas-powered generator. Gas-powered No, just pull a trailer. Pull a trailer with a big generator. I've actually, I've actually seen AAA, if your electric car dies on the road, they come out with a gas generator and they plug it into it and that, then they wait for it to oh charge. Oh, my charge God. It. It's true. That's oh exactly Lord it. If you get one of those four lightning pickup it. trucks and put a big generator in the bed. Well, <laughs> people think that electricity is just like this thing that exists and you can tap into. It's like the ether. Yeah, but no, you have to generate it using some sort of fuel for the most part. Yeah, it's called coal. Yeah. <laughs> Coal, oil, gas, yeah. nuclear, nuclear. I think most of electricity in this country is coal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, so basically, I just want to add this at the end because I, I just love saying this, and I know I've been saying it a lot on the radio show, but not on this one. I love the fact that uh, I bought the very first Tesla in the state of Minnesota. Nobody gave a rat's ass. Then I bought two more electric cars. Nobody cared. We had transgender, man to woman, woman to man on the show 25 years ago. Nobody cared. We have two, not one, but two black men on the show, an Asian woman on the show, three Jews on the show. Nobody cares. <laughs> but now, 25 years later, you're all doing it, and I should answer to you? Yeah. We did it 25 years ago, for Christ's sake. Where were you then? Well, just tell you when you, you drive the most gas-guzzling Mercedes possible, so then I don't care. I don't know what you're talking about. I bike well, I, I, t- I do, too. I drive the most gas-guzzling Mercedes, too. Well, what is the range on your car, or the uh, MPG? Mine's well, pretty good. You know what, though? Well, there you go. I drive 2,000 miles a year, so it doesn't anymore. matter. He hardly drives anymore. That's true. So it really doesn't make I get, any difference. I get 300-plus miles to the, to the tank full. Oh, yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. Over 300 miles. So a tank is probably what, like 12 I get four, gallons? 7,000 gallons. No, I think they're 15 gallon tanks. I get 425, as a matter of fact, 425 miles if I fill up. Yeah, it's about what I, I get. I get, like, I, I get scared at 380, so I fill it up. Yeah, that would be about 30 miles a gallon, which is pretty good. So there you go. Yeah, we're on the highway. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's all I do is highway drive. For the size of the car and how much horsepower yeah, it has, huge. it's pretty good mileage. But seriously, I want to know why. What happened in 25 years when we figured this out 25 years ago? You're just figuring it out now, but you're the genius and I'm the bad guy. Oh, it's all politically motivated. It's ridiculous. Politically motivated. I mean, I, we had the first in the world transgender traffic report. Lauren Siegel came in and did it. Nobody cared. I mean, our listeners did. Our listeners loved all that stuff. But the people on the outside, 
They didn't give, give a damn at all. Now they're doing it, and I'm supposed to toe the line with them. Of course. Okay. Whatever. Speaking, it only matters if you're a politician saying it. Yeah, it's political. Speaking of listeners, Chad Matter, Matter how do you say that name? Matajek. Matajek brought up a good point yesterday. He messaged me and said, ask Tom about this. Oh, here we go. So he was thinking, because of what's going on in the world, what's happening with organized crime? Are they making a comeback? So so he he messaged me in the morning, and I messaged some people on that side of the world in Philadelphia and the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Paulie and and Marco. Not Paulie and Marco. It's hard to believe. You know what they responded was? A lot of stuff's falling off the back of trucks. Oh, yeah. It's not (laughs) So they are growing. They have to grow because the inner city gangs will oh, kill them if they don't. They said they're flourishing. They have to. Because yeah. otherwise, the city, the city gangs would kill them. It, it, I, I'll say this off the record, but they said they killed it They killed it on the plywood. <laughs> oh, 100, 100 bucks a sheet. <laughs> off the record on the air. Yeah, off the, the record, record on the air. I don't know how that works. It's only well, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give my source. It wasn't oh. Paulie or Marco. It wasn't Paulie or said, Marco. But they said they killed it on the plywood. Yeah, it wasn't Giovanni? <laughs> was, it, was it Vito Abandonzo? He said, let me put it this way. A lot of plywood fell off the back of trucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the name of an Italian place in Key West again? Is it Abandonzo? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. God, I love that place. Mm-hmm. Woo, we're going again February. Oh, there's Maybe. another little alert that's been going around on Next Door. Next Door? Mm. Apparently, women that stick their purses in carts... When they're shopping, oh, it's always oh, been a don't problem. Do that. Oh. Well, that's fine if you're sta- if you're standing right there with your cart and you never leave the cart. Oh, yeah. But uh, what's happening is they're having people come in in scrubs. A lot of them are in scrubs, so they look at they're a nurse later getting off of work or something, and they distract you with, "Oh, I see that you're using blah blah blah," and they get you in a conversation, and then somebody comes over yep. and steals your <clears> stuff. That's what happened for a long time. Or just takes the whole thing, and they also have spotters on the outside of stores. Mm. It. Remember oh, or people that put stuff in their car and go in, yeah. or what they've got, you know, if it's a big purse. Well, there's yeah. rings it's of organized shoplifters. There's rings of them. Absolutely. It's gotten, I guess it's gotten really bad oh, yeah. lately. So yeah. don't leave your purse in the cart. Remember what That's happened why to me? You side body bag where you just, it's always exactly. on your person. I won't say who did it, but it might have been a relative. Not anybody in this room. They were using our house, therefore they were driving my car. And I need to point out, this was a used car. It wasn't new, so I didn't pay $700,000 for it. <laughs> I was driving a Rolls-Royce Phantom, right? But it was a used one, so it was a few years old. I loved the car. I thought it was one. Except Andy thought it was like riding around in the living room. Except for the yeah. bridge. Oh, my God, it was so huge. Taking oh, that thing through fantastic. a drive through oh, was a nightmare. Oh, it's like, it's like a limbo. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. had that car. Everything's great except for the brakes. I love that car. It didn't break very well. And driving around one. in it, everybody's like. Yeah, they sure are. You ready for this one now? Get a call from the person who's staying at our house driving the Rolls Royce. And again, this Rolls cost about the same as a Mercedes would. It wasn't 700 right. grand, okay? No, they're reasonable. Yeah. Um, Somebody just stole my purse. I said, where are you? I'm at the Walmart across the street. I said, you're at the Walmart across the street, and your purse was stolen. I want you to do me a favor and go stand by the car, because in your purse is a key that says Rolls Royce on it. How many do you think are in the parking lot at Walmart? Honest guy will never forget that as long as I live. Oh, look what's out here we can take. Yeah. But she stood by the car until the sheriff got there, and the sheriff... This is kind of cold, actually. The sheriff says, <clears throat> see all these people coming out? My, my friend, oh, I was close there, uh, said, yeah, I see all the people coming out. He goes, he goes, every one of them's a criminal. Every one of them. She goes, the people who shop here? He goes, no, the people that work here. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. There is a lot more criminals than people think. Oh, well, yeah. clearly, as soon as they don't care about crime anymore in yeah. the cities, look what happened. Minnesota or Minneapolis, I think, hit a record for murder recently. It did. Yeah. I tell you what. There's I, another I dead lady found in an alley in yep. Falwell. Yep. Well, Just, I, I, good job, guys. I tell you what. Multiple Nobody big cares. companies have announced this week that they're not coming back to downtown until 2022. That's good. Exactly. So what that happened. is Why the would day they day. come back at all? That is the death of that city. It's over. Could be every every single Skyway business and restaurant. Oh God, doomed, yes. Doomed. Well, Dayton only... Project doomed. None of that crap's opening. Dayton Project's in a bunch of legal battles anyway. Yeah, they are. They're not going to open either way because they're in legal battles. Um, 
it's it's a disaster down there. A I mean, disaster. The, the city of Minneapolis as an entity is basically suicidal. They yeah, want is. to no, burn down. You're right. So there's only so much you can do until it's like, okay, fine, let it happen. I know, but it doesn't sound like there's anybody coming up that is any better. Oh, Jacob Fry will be there again. Yeah, he will. 100%. Really? Oh, 100%. I 100%. thought he was going to lose the black vote for no, sure. No, he'll get no. it. He'll get it. He'll get it. We'll figure okay. it out, I'm sure. Yeah, the, wow. It'll improve once things get to Detroit or sub-Detroit levels. People don't understand. Like even when I, when I ran for mayor of Minneapolis, I wasn't I wasn't allowed to participate in anything. I couldn't go to any debate because they're all hosted by Democratic-run companies yep. and all paid for by the DNC. Mm-hmm. So no other party, no independents, no anybody can go and run right. because you're shut out of everything. Yep. It's got to be one of the most corrupt cities. You're just shut in the out. Country. You're not welcome here. Go away. Period. That's what they tell you. And they've been doing such a great job. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to vote on ready to get whether to get rid of the police department. Not. They're still going to vote on oh, They're going to get that. They they're will. totally going to well, get that. That's all they've been talking luck. about for four and a half years. Good luck to I don't them. know. I think, I don't I know. think it's gotten to a point now where people are oh, fed up. What happened so? in Brooklyn Park? Somebody <clears throat> won by one point, one vote. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Center, oh, Brooklyn really? Park, yeah. one what? vote. So they're in a recount. Really? Yes, oh there's gosh. like, oh. and it, apparently it looks like it's maybe a sane person against another. Not. Yes, Lisa Jacobson won by a single vote, apparently. And I don't really, I don't know anything about I her. Don't either. Maybe the other person forgot to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Shut yourself out. So if it comes down to one, she wins by one vote, right? I don't know. I, I don't I, know those recounts. I think they could fight that. Oh, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's a black man running against a white woman. That's what it was. Well, the white woman's probably oh, the far left liberal. That's what and I'm And the black, w- black man's probably it's saying. He's yeah. probably conservative. Yeah, exactly. Right here. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I agree. These suburban white women, are, they're an issue. Whoa. Well, you know, they've already had Jesse Ventura as their mayor, so they may as well have oh, one of these right. two. Oh, Is it right. Brooklyn, Park Brooklyn Park or Brooklyn Park. Center? Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park. It's Brooklyn Park. Oh, he was Brooklyn Park. I thought he was oh, Brooklyn Hollis Park. Oh, Hollis Winston. I don't know. No, he was Brooklyn Park. Because <clears throat> I, oh, I went with Scott Studwell and promoted him. Uh, we, we showed up to him and said, you should vote for Jesse Ventura for mayor of Brooklyn Park. It was at Edinburgh in Brooklyn Park. And I, oh. I'll never forget what Jesse said. So Scott Studwell does his speech. I do my speech. Ladies and gentlemen, the next mayor of Brooklyn Park, Jesse Ventura, gets up and he goes, I'll start taking some questions. You got a question? The guy goes, <laughs> Yes, uh, Mr. Soon-to-be Mayor. Uh, what do you think of Edinburgh here, this whole complex? And he said, this is a guy, Studwell looked at me like, what the hell did we just do? Jesse says to the guy, you want to know the truth? I don't think we should have ever have bought in it. Bought in it. We should have ever bought in it. Okay. And we're like, we just promote this guy. Oh, that down-home charm. The down-home charm of hey, Mr. Buddy, buddy won. He did win. He yeah. won. He did. Absolutely. That's all that matters, man. This woman, Lisa Jacobson, looks really familiar. Do we know her? Let me look at her picture. She looks really familiar from somewhere. Mm, if her last name's Jacobson, we yeah, really. know a lot of Jacobson. She's related Does to she someone familiar? we know. Yeah, Lisa Jacobson. And I don't know why. I know I, that name, too. Lisa, 651-989-ROCK or whatever the number is here. Oh, that's That's KQ's number. Never mind. Whatever the number oh is, God. call that one. And then Hollis Winston. Is it Hollis or Hollies? Hollies? I have no idea. Could I be Hollies. Hollis, She's think. a 34-year Brooklyn Park resident and business owner. What, did, what business mm-hmm. is she on? Uh, I don't know if that's... Or oh, doesn't say? She's, no, a she's very politically member. active. Well, then she is Shock. liberal. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the first things you see on her website in gigantic font is how she's committed to all the beautifully diverse residents. Of oh, not there you Black go. job. Yeah. She has one of everyone's welcome signs in her yard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. BLM sign. Well, it is very diverse. So, yeah. I mean, it is. It's it probably one of, yeah. outside of Minneapolis, it's probably one of the most diverse cities. Yes. Catherine and I were taking a walk about two, three weeks ago. We walked past this place, and apparently the shrubs had grown up. So all the sign said was, Black Lives. You couldn't see the bottom word. <laughs> so my my neighbor, a couple doors down, had a Trump sign in his yard. A couple of days ago, there's a knock at the door, and it's two Rogers police officers. 
At your door? No, at oh, his, at door. his door. They can't knock on my door. Okay. No, they cannot. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, no, yeah, they've they been knocking on that door for 35 no, years now. <laughs> no, you can't knock on my door. So someone knocks on his door, and it's two Roger. He looks at the door, and he's like, dude, what the hell is the police doing here? And, you know, there's no clue. He opens right. the door, and he goes, hey, uh, they said, hey, well, we're you know, officer so-and-so from Rogers Police Department. You know, we got a complaint about your Trump sign. And so, you know, the election's over, and there's a law that you have to, that we have to take them down within 30 days. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. If it says, if it's a campaign, if it has a date on it, oh. if it says oh, 2020, 2020, you, Honestly, you, you have to take it down by law. So uh, he got all mad, because that's how he is, and told him, you know, get the hell off my property. And uh, so then the city, the county called, called him, said, you have to take the sign down. But he, so now he ordered a big one that just says Trump. Yeah, there you no go. No 2020. Because yep, no it's date. about the date. You can't have the date. Why don't you just put a cross in the O so it says 2028? That's what I said. There say. you go. It's good but for eight years. That, I think that's a nationwide law. Is it? I think it is. You have to look it well, up. Well, I, I think that's just that's so that neighborhoods don't get just <clears throat> full yeah. of old right. But it's funny. If you, go, if you go through downtown Dayton, there's like a... Th- <laughs> Trump signs, and there's a big, huge box truck. There's a big box truck that on the it's that's like a billboard. It says Kim, uh, Governor Tim Young, uh, like the North Korean leader. Instead of Young Un, Kim Kim Jong-un. Yeah, it says yeah Tim. It says Tim Young Un. Tim Young. Oh, that's <laughs> cold. <laughs> So That's little, really cool. Right now, there's 4,200 new homes being built in Dayton, and most of them are from the cities. The people move, buying them. Oh, I'm sure so that's it, true, it's yeah. all you know, far left people it's moving in. Your job in. to make it a hostile environment for them. We will never. We got to take a break here, but we will never see be as lucky again because the last presidential election, you had Biden, B Y Den, and by Don. <laughs> Biden and Don. So you had Biden by Don. I thought it was terrific. You could put both of them up as far as I'm concerned, yeah. but that's just me. We will take a break. Be right back. I have a big mathematical question for Andy. You've commented on this before, but I'm going to ask you a question at the beginning of the next segment. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. Too. Fine. <laughs> Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like suburban manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing. After working with Bilski, do they breathe easier with their business fellas? We certainly hope so, Tommy, and that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Priority Courier Experts does not have the largest inventory of lease-to-own trucks anymore. Hold on now. Anymore. All right, fill me in. Pat, who in town buys brand new trucks and immediately puts those rigs into the most honest and ethical lease-to-own program? Priority, that's who. But you said they don't have the largest inventory. Let me spell it out for you. First, Priority orders the finest spec of Kenworth and Freightliner trucks. These rigs cost anywhere between $135,000 to $215,000. That's more than my house. I hope things get better for you, man. Next, a qualified driver sits down with one of Priority's onboarding specialists, reviews the lease-to-own program, and earning potential of partnering with one of the world's largest same-day delivery companies. And shazam! Another partnership is formed, and that driver is on their way to owning that rig in five years or less. That sounds simple. It is that simple. That's why Priority doesn't have the largest inventory of new trucks anymore, because these rigs roll off the lot almost as soon as they arrive. (coughs) Calling all drivers. Take charge of your driving career today. Visit Priority.com or call Robbie, Nick, Chad, or Mike, 651-748-4465, and they'll get you on the road. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. 
Yeah, well, it's like that every time you call us tagline. Yeah, I remember when Steve pulled every truck off the road to hang that tagline on the sides. Hey, Pat, your finger's still on the record button? Okay, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Question for Andy, because it's something you and I talked about a couple, two, three years ago on this show. Uh, no, it was about two years ago. Um, we talked about if, and hopefully the day will never come, but if they ever get the national debt above $30 trillion, are we ever going to be able to recover from that? Oh, yeah. I remember this conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to be near $35 trillion now I, that Biden... I thought it was going to be 47 well, it's eventually going to get there oh if, they want, if they want. If they if they pass this reconciliation, well, it's twenty nine right if now. If they pass the reconciliation and the other one, I, I they pass both of them. It's four point seven trillion dollars. The whole the total. But the second one hasn't passed yet. Right? Reconciliation it passed this morning at like two in the morning. They huh. passed it. It was all Democrats. Do you know what's in Not that bill? One, oh yes, in lining everyone's pocket mm-hmm. who voted for me. Free That's who's money in that for bill. everyone. So, Andy, can we recover from being $35, 40000000000000 trillion in debt? Well, our GDP is, what, like 23 So I would say it's not good. So GDP is at 23 so and we'll be at about 34 Great grandchildren of yours are going to take on this debt. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be around yeah. for quite a long time. And who do, who do we, who's the debt to? And they want to raise the ceiling again. Oh, they have to. Probably China. Oh, I know China owns half of their debt. They do, yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. It's which a lot is, of it is actually it's private debt, which means they owe themselves. They owe the people. They just print money. Basically, yeah. They owe the, the well, citizens. Well, that's the real problem. The real problem is the inflation. Can I call in my debt? I want my you, money. You're not. <laughs> <want my money. laughs> Give me my money. I want my money back. now. So, Andy, do you think the this country can recover from this? Uh, honestly, I don't think so. No. Okay, so how many years is it going to take for them to destroy this wonderful country? Well, if they keep doing what they're doing, hyperinflation is going to hit, and that'll take about six months. Well, they just re- they just had another new yep, report. They, it's up to five point three six. Yeah, trillions and trillions of dollars every month. Uh, so what do we what do we do? How do we yeah, How do, do we, we do? survive? Uh, put all of your money into capital, because when hyperinflation hits, your fiat currency becomes worthless, but your capital stays valuable. Don't buy stuff. <laughs> Do don't don't buy. Are you talking no, about don't cash? Buy, no, buy hand, goods that you can put in your hand. Buy gold, goods, gold. buy property. I'll tell you what you buy. Golds, gun, and ammo. Exactly. Gold. <laughs> That's true. Seriously, gun. golds, guns, and ammo. I'm precious metals. An American. Precious metals, <laughs> weaponry, <laughs> non-perishable food, and, and property. Ammo. And property are the biggest ones. Guns, because guns go up a lot. When money becomes worthless, those things still have value. Yeah. If you have a hundred million dollars in the bank right now, hyperinflation hits, you are now broke. <laughs> but if you have a hundred million dollars, you buy a hundred million dollars worth of property, hyperinflation hits, You're you okay. still have that property. Yeah. Yep. See, the, honey, we've been doing it the right way. Might have to wait ten years though. Well, that's why. Wait, wait, more than but that's years, why they're trying to nationalize private property. Yes, yeah, so they don't want that right. away from you too. They don't want people owning property. I mean, right, right now, the federal government controls all private property because if you rent your private property, they're saying you're not allowed to collect rent. So they already take right. control of your yeah, private you're property. Right. You're By fact, right. they control your private property. I would property. not want to be a renter right now because if hyperinflation does hit, every renter in the country is homeless. Yeah, that's true. They're gonna have to go. You should look at what happened to pre-World War II Germany. Hyperinflation hit, and that's what made the country the way it became. You know, know, it's funny because I have friends in a lot of different parts of the world, and they always tell me this, and I never understood it. They said, yeah, Americans don't know what it's like for things to go bad. No, exactly they don't. Right. They said, we've seen things go bad yep. in this country ten times in my lifetime. Yeah. You guys are going to see it for the first time since, like, World War One." Well, the housing crisis, crisis no, wasn't too great. No, that wasn't bad. No, nothing. Well, the Depre- Great Depression was pretty damn but that, bad. The Depression no, was, was the bad. last thing we've seen that was bad. Yeah. And we, none of us seen well, it. 90 years ago. Imagine yeah. what none would happen in America if every single person in the country became broke overnight. Because that's what happened in Germany. That's, what happened. And that's why they were like, yeah, sure, Nazis, why not? I don't care anymore. Telling you, we could see it go that bad. It we've never seen it. Well Our we lifetime, could. no one in this room seen it. No. Nope. It's so our Catherine, turn, I guess. Catherine, yeah. we did the right thing. <laughs> it's our turn. So we did the right thing. What? And the other thing, we bought property. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's good to own property. We're just about to, to put property. all our money into property, so hey, there you go. Pretty much, yeah. Go. Alex and Dan do have... a good job with that. <clears throat> yeah. Capital oh, is good. one of the best oh, things. Really? You, you should always smile. try to own a lot of very valuable things. Yeah. And tradable things. Yeah, I agree. You mean like That's a Mickey Mantle card? Thank you. Very much. We That's have what silver. I've always done. We have a, we have like I don't know ten pounds of silver. It's I sold I sold a kilo yesterday. <laughs> I sold a kilo yesterday. A of silver? kilo of yeah. dope. <laughs> of silver. Yeah, we got. I got two. On eBay. A kilo. Two one yeah. kilo silver coins, and then yeah. I have a bunch of. That's thirty one ounces. Ones. I sold one yesterday on eBay. A thousand yeah. bucks. Why are you what? selling it if we're going to hyperinflation? What's that? A thousand for yeah. one? Yeah. Wow, I got. That means I have quite a bit of silver. Yeah, I sold one yesterday for a thousand. Wow. Eight, eight fifty to a grand. Depends what, what brand it is. Mine was an Ampex. So they're, they're, brand. People like those. Oh, yeah. Brand? Yeah. The brand, brand of silver. Some brands are, are more trusted. It depends on who minted it. Ampex is a real good name. They have a serial number, and they'll buy it back from you at any time. Hmm. Okay, now, so, moving forward, another reason I ask you that is, what are they going to do when radio, television, and newspapers all collapse in the next 60 months? I think it might be sooner. It might be sooner. <laughs> it, it might actually be sooner. That's true. What are they going to do? I don't think it's really going to be that big of a deal, honestly. People are just going to start streaming or listening to podcasts. Oh, no, no. I know they're going to do that, but you're going to have to be in that arena. Otherwise, you have to be doing what we're doing right now. Oh, yeah. Now, anyone who's in... Well, I think radio has more staying power than TV. Because or newspapers. every yeah. car still has a radio built into it. So it's basically, it's true. a captive and, and radio is kind of an emergency yeah. thing. And yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. Bad. You have a transistor radio. Yeah. It's going to go back to AM. Yeah. <laughs> radio is cheap. It's very available. And it's the only thing you can really do while you're in the car. Whereas TV, I don't know. There's The They're number screwed. of channels on the antenna are diminishing every day. Uh, you have to go out of your way to buy an antenna and set an antenna up. Whereas with a radio, you just have a radio. TV's going to die before radio. Sure. I was telling, I was unbelievable. I was talking to a 19-year-old yesterday. Man, she didn't know nothing that we know. Like, like you name anything. That, she didn't know about it. Yeah, that's true. I was, like, naming artists and stuff. She never heard of them. Like, she, I was just like, oh, what? Yeah. What do you Still mean? Still kind of like that. Like, she that's never true. heard. She never heard of Prince. Never heard of Prince? Him. Never heard well, of him. Well, he died when she was young, so oh, what, what does she care? She never heard of him. Never heard okay. of him. Didn't well, know who he was. The best answer that's I saw last I, week. That's her parents to blame. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Not well, her, yeah, it's her I mean, parents. Never heard of it. But LA you, you like can talk one. to a lot of young kids. They don't know who anyone is. You'll like this one. Uh, I can't remember who's doing the questioning. doesn't matter. But he's asking questions of college students. And not a lot of them were answered properly, but my favorite one was he asked this one young man who was wearing the, you know, he's wearing the uh, tripo hat, you know, the, 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 not a beret, but the big slouch hats, you know, those things. Yeah. The I guy hate, I asked hate him, those things. Oh, I do too. I just hate that. You look like a complete idiot. He asked the kid, this is the kid's in college, and he's about probably 20, 21, something like that. What was the year? The United States gained independence from England, and he said, "1976." <laughs> and he, the and the, the the questioner said, "Do you mean, do you mean 17?" He goes, "No, no, 76." He goes, "No, no, no, I mean 1776." He goes, "No, no, 1976." He literally thought we'd been independent for like 45 years. Well, there's, well, I've, seen, I've seen many of those college kids get questions. Jesse Waters does that, used to do it, man on the street. That's who it was. And he, it was Jesse these, Waters. these exactly kids don't know crap about crap. They don't know anything. They, they didn't know who, they, he asked them, I remember even going, who, who was their first president? None of them knew. No, I'm like, how do you know. not know that? I remember, There's, I don't know who it was. There was a guy. Like, that went to University of Florida students and asked them to find Florida on a map. Oh, oh they can't do it. <laughs> Florida's like one of the most easy it's states to find in Florida, and they Florida can't find it on a map. It's, it's California. The, it's California, yeah. But, but, wow. but Florida's the but penis of the United States. It's yeah, so really easy. Well, it's like, it's like Italy. <laughs> like Italy and yeah, Florida. Italy. It's like pretty Jet hard to, yeah, yeah. to not know what those are. Well, there's, there's a culture in the West right now that anything that happened before you were born doesn't exist. Is bad. It's racist. Yeah, yeah. 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 it really is. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys seen the, the, the right here in Wisconsin? Did you see it? They the rock. Yeah. The rock. Did you see that? The racist rock. No, no. the racist. 
what? Uh, there was this huge boulder, and it wasn't nothing to do with the boulder who it was dedicated to. It was a newspaper reporter yep. who did the story on the rock when it first got placed, yep. said something racist somewhere else. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. unbelievable. And they paid $50,000 to have it removed. And it's a geologically significant rock. That's why it was there. The guy taught geology. (laughs) He was a geology professor who never did anything racist in his life, but the reporter who wrote the story about the rock back in 1920 when it was put there was a racist. One person (laughs) called it a bad word 100 years ago, so they have to remove it today. Oh my God. It significantly helped black people start healing in Wisconsin. So it's the most ridiculous crap mm-hmm. I've ever heard in my freaking life. You'll feel a lot better now that it's gone. Oh. Come on. Son of a bitch. It's, it's, you, it's the rest of people here heard. Over the top. Did you hear about the woman who complained to the governor of Utah about changing his name? Did you hear that one? Yeah. I did not. I think that was a psyop. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> governor of uh, Utah, this woman is insisting that he change his last name because it's obscene and offensive. <laughs> And his name is, of course, Governor Cox, C-O-X, right? So I get a t- a, an email yesterday, a text message yesterday from a listener that said, I heard that story, and I want you to know I'm shoulder to shoulder because I just divorced my wife, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. Pete... I, people have, Andy, I do think people are that crazy now. They're oh, people that are, insane. Pe- Tom, people are whacked. Man. What happened? They are people? friggin' whacked. What happened whacked. to people? Why are we so crazy now? Whacked. I, I'm but telling you. Know, because you can, you can start controlling your neighbors by saying whatever yeah, political I, I, thing is on the shelf I, today. I, I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. whoever's the loudest, craziest gets the narrative. Yep. Yeah. Well, and there's also yeah. just this whole thing of, you know how it's like you're you're responsible for how you react to other people. Yes. There's a lot of people my age that are like, you know, you are responsible for you holding your boundaries and da da da, which is a wonderful thing and yes, very important to know. But I think they take it a little too far where it's like my boundary is you disagree with me, I will not speak yep. to you. Yeah. <laughs> not like that is their boundary. Let's have a conversation. There's no. nuance. That's there's hilarious. let's learn from each other. There's all this stuff that they're just like wrong, no. Boundary. Yeah. Like it's, I am this is self care. It's actually went, I it's actually went past that. I don't agree with you, so you're the biggest piece of crap on mm-hmm. earth. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm gonna destroy you. That is well, literally yeah. my biggest pet peeve about our generation, actually. Yeah. Is that yeah. No one is willing to come to a middle ground ever. Well, what the problem is, is that they think that they know a lot so that they get into a debate. They realize they know nothing and they feel stupid. Yeah. So next time they're like, I'm just going to refuse to debate because it's good for my mental health or whatever. But yeah. in reality, yeah. they just don't want to feel dumb or let right. everyone else know that they're dumb. <laughs> I seen it. I seen. I forget what the, the, the post was, but some kid wrote a comment. The capitalism, the capitalists are going to hate this. And it was some liberal saying, you know, something. And I look look up the kid's page. He's like a 20-year-old who lives in Orno. <laughs> there you go. His dad's a billionaire, okay. but the capitalists are going to hate yeah, that. Like, yeah. give me a break, you... Ugh. Oh, they're pukes. Everyone they are pukes. Worthless bums. Oh, that, you know, Spike Lee. Spike Cohen. Sorry. Like Spike, <laughs> Spike Lee. Lee. Very different. Spike Cohen. Cohen. We had him on the show. He's a member of the Libertarian Party. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he posted something today about how uh, all the communists, Mao, and all these, you know, how many tens of millions of people have been killed under, million, yeah. under communist regimes. Mm-hmm. And I know that capitalism has killed people, too, but that's not what we're talking about here. And the comments under there, capitalism has killed far more people than... I'm like, no, it hasn't. what they're talking about is pollution mm-hmm. yes. and lung cancer and all this stuff. They, it's like, there's a big difference between murdering people yeah. and Actually, slaughtering people in the streets and transportation and manufacturing causing health issues well, which they probably didn't even know was going to happen. Plus, yeah. fact, China, India pollute far more than America oh, ever People did. have no idea. I have know. no clue. People have no idea. They oh, line up God. those garbage oh. trucks in India and dump that crap in the river. They're a thousand deep, man. They dump mm-hmm. it all right in the river. Chinese yep. manufacturing ships have dumped so oh, much yeah. turd in the ocean <laughs> that you can see it from space. Well, human waste. Human waste. Gets, human waste actually gets all eaten by but, fish. 
It does. Ish. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be able swim. to dump that much shit in the ocean. Nancy, Nancy was scuba diving in Australia, and she was going back up to the boat. There comes and this the turd. Big turd came right at her, oh, and, a, and, and as it was coming right at her, a big fish dragged and ate it. It was about to hit her in the face. And it, had to, oh. and it had toilet paper wrapped around it. Oh, Jesus. And a big, a, big, a big fish grabbed it. Good job, fish. <laughs> Why Saved would a fish her. eat a turd? Fish they love it. They love turds. No, fish they love turds. Turd? They love human turds, yeah. It's the leftover parts of all plant life. Yeah, fish <laughs> love turds. Fish? So, yeah. fish can't eat anything, I'm basically. rethinking my love of fish. So all human waste, fish is pretty gross if you all human waste gets eaten in the ocean. Yep. Every bit of it. Yeah, yep. But still, don't put it in there, please. Yeah, it'd be good to not do that. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I've been feeling overwhelmed with this, uh, with all of it. It's overwhelming. I know. It's it's, it's draining. It's draining sometimes. Yep. Yeah, but yep. you have to plan somewhat. Not really, because my plan is to run away when mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. It's just run like away. you just have to run be away. blissfully ignorant, and then if you hear something like the world's ending, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. would be how you are. I yeah, don't think so. Calm. Well, because what the no. hell are you going to do at that point? That's oh, why I have to have a plan. Run away. Have a plan. Yeah. 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 Just like, I don't know. I don't think anything major is going to happen. I think in this country. Everyone oh, always yeah. thinks, you know, you guys were hiding under your desk because of the nuclear bomb and stuff like that. That was me. I was. See, you, you said no. that. You said that you did oh, yeah, bomb drills oh, and that stuff. Was, that was I was dad. I, oh. I did bomb drills in my school. Yeah, we did not. But, because everyone was afraid of <laughs> we did the atom bomb where you, It depends where stuff. you live. It's like the, every single... It was a Cuban missile f- yeah, scare. So if you live on the and East then, Coast, you get yeah. under a desk every day. Well, there was the whole nuclear warfare, blah, blah, blah. It's like every... Every single generation has a couple where it's like, oh, everything's gone to shit, and we have to prepare for the but end. It's because, it's like, oh, it's because you, li- you only have lived in America where it's never went bad. Yeah. I mean, it's I went bad in every other country in the world. Yeah. I, but I don't know. You, you had just to haven't do, had your turn. <clears throat> you had to do shooter drills. I never did I, shooter drills. You guys never did shooter drills? No. Uh, we did okay, missiles. she's only two years older than me, so... We did tornado drills, but not well, shooter yeah, drills. Well, yeah, we did like, tornado drills. We did fire drills. You didn't drills. have to do lockdown? Yeah, fire no. drills. Fire no. drills. We had to... I, my, at my school, growing up, we had to do active lockdown shooter. drills where... Active, active shooter. That's just, that. that's basically the same thing as, oh, no, a bomb's going to get dropped on us. Well, that didn't start until really. Columbine, I think. Well, yeah. an active shooter, an well, active shooter is not going to kill as many people as a bomb. No, well, no but I'm just saying, but ago. you still had to do the drill. Yeah, but, I mean, worrying about the atom bomb is really different than worrying about a kid coming into school well, and the, shooting the, up. The, the Cuban, missiles, the Cuban missile thing. No, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, for my dad's generation, they... Where everyone was constantly worried that everyone was going to get bombed. That's yes. true. That is you true. Know? And yeah. so, sonic booms all yeah, of it. it sonic real, booms. Real. Everyone was like, we're all going to die. Yeah. Bombs, bombs, bombs. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking than about. The sun, get under your desk. Yeah, I'm not talking about like the <laughs> difference of that to a child. That's not. I'm just talking about that you're. When you were a kid, everybody was constantly worried that was going to happen. And yes. now there's everybody's worried about whatever's yeah, going to happen. Take, and take, it's like take, it a woman, is... take a woman your age right now in multiple, dozens of countries. They have seen their country collapse and come back mm-hmm. multiple times yeah. in their lives already. Yeah. And that's dozens of countries. America just hasn't, in, in, since the Depression, hasn't seen it. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean it can't happen. I'm not saying that it can't happen. It's just like, I'm not going to worry about it unless... I'm not I saying have, worry, but I'm saying have a little plan. I don't know. What the hell bit. are you going to do? Just uh, have a, you know, contingent plan. If they show up at your house with a bomb, Alex, say, why don't you just call my dad? He'll talk. Oh, it's not going to be a bomb. <laughs> but it could be another, it could be a deadly virus. It could be a civil, yeah, it could, it could be. be a civil war. I, again, I'm in the conspiracy theory camp that COVID is a giant, just social well, experiment. Oh, I was actually want to ask you this. So I've seen recently, they're really pushing airlines to do a, COVID proof that you got a vaccine. The White House is pushing yeah, them are. to do they're it. They, they're hard. pushing every big company to make it mandatory. Yep. You cannot get it. And most of them are company. But online. now that yeah. they're showing that it doesn't <clears throat> limit transmission, that's yep. going to fall apart. But they, they, they follow the big company, so every big company has done it now. I mean, uh, the military has to do it. Somebody just fired a whole bunch of people for not being vaccinated. Yeah, but that but, whole argument is going to fall apart because the two main reasons that people are pushing to get vaccinated are 
lowering transmission, which it doesn't do, and herd immunity, but, which is impossible. But they don't care. No, they don't. But we the understand. thing is, like, people <laughs> they are... They don't care about the science. There is The thing about COVID is it's like there's so little knowledge at any given time mm-hmm. because it's so new and the vaccine is also new and nobody knows what the hell is going to happen even a month from now because nope. it could just completely yep. explode. It could vanish into thin air. Like, no one has any idea. No one has any idea what's going to happen with the mRNA vaccine because... That data in your body could be, it could make you live to be 200. It could make everyone have brain tumors in 40 years. Nobody, want, nobody no has any does. idea. Yeah. No, or don't. everyone could it's just not be a gamble I'm willing to take. perfectly fine. Who the hell knows? Well, that's the thing. It's like, so I say that according to the CDC's own data, the odds of me dying of COVID, even if I do get it, are basically zero. Or even yeah. becoming so really sick. why should I get the vaccine? It's point zero zero six. People get mad, even though I'm using the CDC's own data. Right. I'm using purely objective logic. I'm not talking politically at all. Just like, you know, why would data. I get a vaccine for something that mad? is not dangerous to You want to know why they get mad? Because it's not about the no. virus. Yeah. It is That's a, what I'm saying. It is it's, not about yeah. the virus. Yeah. It's about you need to conform and yep. listen to yep. us. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, when that's Period. like... I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago about the whole vaccine thing, and he knows I'm not going to get it, and he loves the COVID vaccine. He thinks it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, it's going to save us all. On his pedestal. All this stuff. This was uh, probably two, a month or so ago. So this is before they knew that it didn't Work lower transmission crazy. and all this stuff. And he was like, and you know, I'm happy to be a human shield. <laughs> Oh, I was God. like, see, this is what I'm talking friggin about. Friggin' whack jobs, oh, man. God. I was like, are you happy to be a human shield? Yeah, up on his pedestal. Yeah. I was just like, there's no evidence showing that anything, <laughs> like, the vaccine affects you and you alone. It doesn't prevent anything That's from correct. anybody. Okay, we got to take a break. Other than yourself. We got to take a break. Andy, do me a favor, will you, very quickly, in 30 seconds? I do believe Dr. Osterholm came out either last night or this morning and said the masks do not work and they never. They can't have. work, man. I paint something they flip like that. But not constantly. Osterholm. I think Osterholm. This is the first time he said the. I, yeah. And I don't want to say that that's what he said, but that's what I was. Well, told. but are they saying that in order to scare you into getting the vaccine, though? No, it's just why. Why should I wear the mask? Fauci work. said at one point, masks do not work. I know yeah. they yes. can't work. Sometimes man. they work and sometimes they don't. You work see what they have to wear to, to do any kind of chemical work in a, in a right. laboratory? They right. wear real respirators, not a piece of fabric yeah. over your face. What'd you find out, Andy? Um, yeah, that's basically what he said. So he did. Masks won't save you. Get the vax. So he's saying, like everybody else, these masks are a waste of time, and they've been a waste of time from day one. The more information that we know, the more we're going to find out that none of it freaking matters. You're that right. You get the vaccine, you protect right. yourself if that's something you want to do. Exactly. End of discussion. No virus like has ever whole, been like, eradicated nope. except polio, and yeah. it's not an animal transmitted virus. But there you no, go. no, no, zero, zero Remember virus though, has ever been. When it first broke, they AIDS, thought monkeys not, gave it to us. Not the common flu, none polio? of them. Remember, they yeah. thought polio they thought was transmitted yeah, but by it's monkeys? Not, but it's not. And AIDS. Yes, but I remember it, that. It, Polio is not an animal-founded no, disease. No, it's not. But it's not. no animal-founded virus has ever been cured, ever. It's never been eradicated, nope. ever, in the history of the world. Nope. nope. Ever. Never. So it's never going to go away, ever. No, it's endemic now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, we do have to take a break. Back hour two special guests coming up next.